Hello and a big warm welcome to you. This is Marion Rose, PhD, and in today's podcast, I want to talk about all things love and will, the psycho-spiritual invitation of these times, particularly around Gaia, loving limits, separation and grief, and all the things that are happening right now. So I'm recording this as of April 2020, in case you're listening to this sometime in the future. So let's start with loving limits. Loving limits, if you're already familiar with my work, is a term that I coined originally in parenting, in aware parenting. Bang! (laughs) Um, There's going to be background noises here. This is not a studio podcast. This is a podcast in my home. There will be bird noise. The wild birds come in and sing. There's Freda the Frenchie here. There's the beautiful wind coming in from the trees. So for me on a meta level I really like to include all of this for me this is part of the interconnectedness so given that let's go back to loving limits in an aware parenting perspective loving limits are when we are observing a child perhaps hitting or biting or throwing some kind of aggression often and we are wanting to stop that behavior And we understand from a aware parenting perspective that when children are behaving in those ways, the usual cause is unexpressed painful feelings. And often feelings of outrage, frustration, fear. So because we have this loving, compassionate perspective of children and all humans, when we say no to the behavior, we do that in a loving way that says yes to the underlying feelings. So when I take that into a psycho-spiritual perspective, which is all about love and will, I see that the the limit is is the will and the love is the love. <laughs> so we might say something like, Robin, I'm not willing for you to hit Susan and to do the minimum possible to stop the hitting. And I'm right here and I'm listening. And we may need to be repeating that. And we're not expecting the child just to go, oh, okay, then I'll stop hitting. Because we know that the behavior is caused by underlying feelings. So what we're actually aiming for is when we say no to the behavior. And we're saying a big loving yes to the feelings that those feelings that were causing the behavior in the first place get to be expressed. So how about we take loving limits on a much wider perspective so we can go in macro no we can go out macro we can go in micro so we can use loving limits internally intrapsychically I talk about this a lot but we can go really big big picture with them and I like to ponder on what Gaia Mother Earth might be doing right now what if she was saying I know that you're wanting to distract yourself from the pain of feeling separate, from the loss of belonging and interconnectedness you feel, having grown up in this culture, this domination culture. I know that you found many ways to distract yourself from the losses you've experienced in your lives, perhaps being left as alone as a baby, perhaps you were not heard your feelings of sadness and grief and your tears not heard as a child your true nature not being seen disconnection from the earth the seasons perhaps disconnection from your family as a small child 
I know that you're wanting to distract yourself from the pain of powerlessness, from living in a domination culture where so often your needs for choice and agency and autonomy weren't met. And I'm not willing for you to keep distracting yourself any longer, sweetheart. I'm not willing for you to distract yourself with busyness, with flying around the world, with buying things that you really don't want or need, or with using power over others. And I'm here and I'm listening. I hear how scared you are, sweetheart. I hear how confused you feel. I hear the grief, the loss, the loneliness. I hear the powerlessness, the frustration and the outrage. I hear the overwhelm. I hear all the feelings that are not only created in this present time, but which actually come from living in this culture, which is so much to do with love hurts and will hurts, with separation and power over. And I'm here. I am here with you. I welcome all of your feelings. I love you exactly as you are. I always have. And I always will do. I have room enough in my heart for all of your feelings. I am here to help you remember who you really are. You belong, sweetheart. Underneath the deepest loss and disconnection you feel, you are interconnected with all that is. You are love. Underneath the most painful powerlessness and fear that you feel, you are interconnected with the life force of the universe. You are will. You are divinely powerful. You are connected with the life force of all of life. I know how painful and hard this is at times, sweetheart. And please know that I am always with you. I'm right here, holding you always. I'm listening. I love you. And I wonder if that resonates with you at all, that sense of Gaia, Mother Earth, Mama Earth, with her big, wide heart, her capacity to hold all feelings, to be here, to actually, just as a mother, we would set a loving limit with a child who's behaving in ways because of unexpressed feelings, because of love hurts and will hurts, So Mama Earth might be doing that for us now. That she's here to listen. She's here to listen. And the more that we're able to receive love for all of our love hurts, the love hurts around separation and disconnection that are inherent in this domination culture that separates mothers and babies, that denies the value of parents that does all it can to disconnect families that's all about power over and coercion and force 
So those are our will hurts there. The times we've been coerced, the times we didn't have autonomy and choice, the times that our no wasn't heard. So as we get to feel, but only with loving support, our love and our our loss and our grief, our fear and our powerlessness, our frustration and our outrage, the more we get to feel underlying those, our true nature as love and will emerging from within. And the key to this is having enough loving support, because if we're feeling flooded by feelings, if these experiences perhaps of separation are reminding us of earlier experiences of separation perhaps as a baby perhaps as a child perhaps being left alone to cry perhaps being sent off to school very young but if there isn't that sense of having loving listening and loving support in hearing those feelings and if we think that all the feelings are about the now rather than so many of them are about the past coming up to be heard this time and we can feel flooded and the feelings, the expression, the feeling of the the feelings isn't healing. In order for healing to happen, we need to experience and receive that loving listening. So if you are feeling big feelings around love hurts, loss, separation, disconnection, or will hurts, powerlessness, frustration, outrage, My invitation is to reach out to people who can listen to feelings, who do have capacity, who see feelings as beautiful gifts. Because the more you get to have those feelings heard, either by people externally with capacity or with your own internal loving capacity, that might be your inner loving presences if you're familiar with my work. The more the feeling of those feelings is healing and not just repeating. The more those younger parts of us get to be heard. And the more we increasingly live from that sense of lovingness, where all the younger parts, all the hurts can can be included and welcomed home. And so we sit more and more in love. Our love sphere of the Taurus becomes clearer. We feel more loving and more interconnected. We return to our true nature as love. And as more and more of our will hurts get to be heard, our frustration, our outrage, then the willingness channel of the Taurus becomes less silted. We feel the interconnected flow with the life force of the universe. We feel that power in our bodies. I wonder how you feel when you hold a psycho-spiritual context for what's going on. How do you connect with receiving love? And that might not be just with people and humans. It might be other than humans. It might be spending time in nature, lying on the ground, connecting with Mama Earth, looking at the sky, looking at the trees, snuggling up with a, a animal friend you might be connecting in with divine mother with inner loving mother with Gaia it might be being loving to your child or your partner Just being in that sense of lovingness 
So I wonder how that sits with you, that sense of Gaia holding that loving limit. As I was sitting with that recently, I then started thinking about what's been happening in particular around the love hurts. So when I think about love hurts and I think about one of the key love hurts being separation and loss. And I was thinking and remembering about um, lungs, lungs being often in Eastern medicine being the sense of holding unexpressed grief. And I remember living here in Australia, the all the bushfires that were happening recently. And before that, the fires in the Amazon and seeing so many times the lungs of the world, the lungs of the world. And seeing all the fires and being here with the smoke too and really seeing how many humans and other than humans were feeling the smoke in their lungs, feeling that deep impact of the smoke. So if our lungs carry unexpressed grief, I wonder if collectively and individually we are being invited to grieve the deep loss of connection that colonized cultures have been under the spell of. So I shall probably be talking about Jeremy Lent and his um, beautiful work in every podcast here. (laughs) So in The Patterning Instinct, he talks about that first perception of a split between spirit and matter about three and a half thousand years ago with Zoroastrianism. And the way I see it, we can see the spread of that separation virus, that belief that we are separate from all that is. Um, And as he talks about how that happened in the Proto-Indo-European languages, the PIE, in ancient Greece and Rome, and where really the mind was valued above all else, where our bodies and feelings were seen as inferior, unimportant, even... um, evil and then that spread via via the Roman invasions via Catholicism and other religions that believed that our true nature was sinful, that the body and feelings were evil for example Rome invaded what's now Britain and Britain had been an indigenous culture and that emotional disconnection virus has been spreading like wildfire ever since with colonization that disconnection disconnection and in this culture there is a profound sense of separation from each other from Gaia from earth from place from our innate belongingness from the seasons from nature from darkness and light from day and night. I call this the deep love hurts, that disconnect from our true nature as love, with a capital L. (laughs) So that separation is continually recreated by our language and cultural setup the devaluing of elders, the distrust in women's bodies to give birth, the separation of mothers and babies, 
that so often happens around birth in hospitals still. Nuclear families, schooling where children's natural capacities around learning are denied. This has been around a long time. So, for example, co-sleeping was, was around and is part of every indigenous culture as far as I know. But, for example, the Catholic Church in uh, in Europe set in motion the stopping of that in about the 13th century. And I would say that this core belief in separation is deeply dangerous because it creates a huge grief, a huge sense of loss and grief. And I would say that that unexpressed grief, as well as all the will hurts, so the the separation from love followed was followed by the split in will, which led to power over and coercion and harshness and punishment, which we still see deeply embedded in this domination culture. And I see those twin things as being exactly the cause of so much of what we see is problematic in the world today. Because our unexpressed um, love hurts, the grief and the sense of disconnection lead to all the behaviours that are so destructive to life. All the ways that we need to repress and dissociate. The busyness, the distraction, the mindless accumulation, the rushing everywhere. And all these ways are of disconnecting from deep pain. And I'm so incredibly grateful to Aware Parenting and Aletha Salter's amazing work around this because it really helped me understand through my own experience as a mother and my own inner work how profoundly any experience of loss or separation, even emotional separation, leads to feelings that need to be expressed through tears, through crying in loving arms and loving hearts and whatever of those feelings we don't get to express as babies and children, as tweens and teens, we need to do something with those feelings. We need to either repress them through eating, through busyness, rushing around, movement, through distraction, through dissociation. And all these ways we could see those are really pandemic around the world. The the rushing, the busyness, the the mindless eating and drinking and scrolling and all of those things which are really to help us not feel the pain. To not feel the pain of the loss and to not feel the pain of the powerlessness, the love hurts and the will hurts. And if we're not feeling our love hurts and our will hurts, we wonder, there are three things we can do with that. Again, this comes back to beautiful, aware parenting. We can express them in really healthy ways through crying and raging. Or we can repress them in all those ways that we talked about, which are all the ways we see as just common and natural and normal in domination culture, colonized culture. Really normal to be drinking coffee first thing in the morning and rushing around, not being able to sit still, buying stuff, uh, eating sugary things, dissociating, thinking about the future, actually not being connected with our amazing bodies, with our gorgeous feelings, with the present moment. 
Or the third thing, so there's expression, repression, or there's aggression. So this is often will hurts in particular. Powerlessness, frustration, ways are we were coerced and forced. So rife in this culture that if not expressed in healthy ways with loving support shows up as aggression. So in a child that might be hitting or biting or throwing or pushing but as that becomes inculcated and as those children grow up and I'm not saying every child who hits is going to grow up like this but you know, particularly those children who experience massive powerlessness and we often see this for example in um, English culture in uh, boarding schools having grown up in England myself I've seen this and if we think about a lot of the politicians in um, um, colonised cultures we often see that boarding school history being taken away from mother being separated from family often very young lots of coercion and harshness massive love hurts and will hurts and then are we surprised that two things the the love hurts means they're they're not able to be connected with the loss when they look around and see what's happening to Gaia when we they look around and see the the being in the middle of the sixth mass extinction the the species every day that are being lost the trees being burnt down the koalas the, the kangaroos being killed all of those things if if and it's often men in this paradigm in politics although it's really changing i see part of this shift in the paradigm but often it has been men sent boys sent off to boarding school disconnected from their mothers and if you know the three white men and their histories I call them the three white men the three major political leaders that are in at the moment that may be different very soon and you know about their history both their personal history but their their lineage we see a lot of separation we see a lot of disconnection so those love hurts mean it's very hard for them to feel compassion to actually feel loss because if they cannot feel their own personal loss how can they possibly feel the loss experienced by indigenous cultures whose land is being taken from them whose cultures been has been and is being ripped from them from the animals from the land but also in terms of those will hurts if they've been coerced again very common in um, boarding schools but often that those old-fashioned school systems coercion punishment force not listening to no not trusting children's natural capacity to learn massive will hurts leads to power over a massive need for authoritarian power power over coercion force you only need to look at again the three white men and the the um, many of the political um pieces put into place that are still based on that experience so if we go back to those three things expression repression aggression we see this as the norm in colonized culture i would see our invitation of these times is in gaia's loving limit to actually find capacity to help ourselves feel these love hurts and these will hurts so that we can increasingly come back to our true nature as 
love and will as true sacred power not as power over I'm wondering how you're feeling as you listen to this I wonder if you have that sense of an invitation and what if this present virus which is particularly so much about the lungs is really and I don't want to in any way lessen the massive suffering and the loss and the death and and you know the terrible terrible things that people are experiencing this is not about spiritual bypassing I am sending everyone and every being so much love and compassion and for me that's part of that bigger picture guy holding the loss and the grief and the fear but if on a big picture we are being invited to feel the unexpressed grief of the ages to bring homeostasis and healing to the planet with deep compassion for all the grief and the loss and the fear so again, and perhaps what we're seeing, the, the isolation and the social distancing, which helps us in some ways connect with past loss, past separation. And that combination of all that we're seeing around community and support and gratitude and care and consideration. It's all part of that psycho-spiritual invitation of these times to remember our true nature as love that we are deeply interconnected with each other and with all of life. From that most basic, practical, physiological level to the level of consciousness, which quantum physics has been talking about for at least a century and indigenous cultures have been living for millennia. What if we were being invited to come home to ourselves mirrored in the being called to stay at home what if we were being invited to hear the younger parts of us who have experienced such loss and separation as part of living in this culture listening to those love hurts what if we are being invited to honor our grief and our mourning and the huge cost that has come from these cultural beliefs of separation what if we were being honoured to honour our elders again and the wisdom that they hold? What if we were being invited to honour the indigenous peoples and ways of being and asking them to teach us how to return to the consciousness and practice of interconnected ways of living? What if we were being invited to feel the gratitude for the food we receive from others and the earth? What if we were being invited to feel our deep interconnectedness with every other human on this beautiful planet we call home? What if we were being invited to feel our deep interconnectedness with all other than human beings and to spend more time with family and community including co-creating new families and communities? What if we were being invited to question the education system and to co-create a new or perhaps old way that values natural learning and the capacity of children to learn through experience and embeddedness in daily life? 
What if we were being invited to shift away from old paradigms of birth and parenting that create love hurts, to new or old ways that foster a deep sense of belonging, compassion and interconnection? What if we were being invited to shift away from old paradigms of working that create meaninglessness and disconnection to new ways that foster a deep sense of purpose, meaning and contribution? What if we were being invited to a deep sense of compassion for all the parts of ourselves and all beings? Does this resonate with you? If so, do you feel called to send loving compassion to your own feelings of grief and loss? To the younger parts of you that didn't ever get to cry and be held in loving arms as you expressed and released those feelings? To all the humans on the earth who are now experiencing loss and disconnection and grief and the fear of loss? And to all the humans and other than humans who have experienced such loss due to the behaviour caused by humans' disconnection, love hurts and repression mechanisms, including indigenous peoples. And do you feel called to send loving compassion to Gaia and her wisdom? I wonder how you feel as you connect in with this. And again, I have the sense perhaps we've been connected and invited to take this next step in humanity's evolution. And this, this might be the emergence, and I believe this is the opportunity for the emergence of this next step. In 1926, Tehard and Tehard de Chardin coined the term the Newosphere which is a state of interconnectedness among all minds resulting from humanity's biological and cultural evolution. And I know from my experience of facilitating groups online and running courses online for the past five and a half years, I've so often had a sense of each person in the group's consciousness being uh, circling the globe together with lights connecting each other. And I wonder if we're being invited to connect in with that newosphere now, to co-create that newosphere, to really understand our deep interconnectedness, to come together in that love that we all are in our deepest beings. Invited to, to shift the way that we connect in ways that become both more local, for example, around our food, but also more global. So I've seen so many people shifting their work online to see how deeply possible it is to, to feel deeply connected online. And I've really experienced that myself over these past many years of working with clients online that I get non-local information. I feel in my bodies, what, in my bodies, in my body, what they're feeling in theirs. You know, we are deeply interconnected with each other and we can connect in in those ways. So I wonder if you're also feeling called to that, to connect in both really tangible, practical ways, in embodied ways, but also in that sense of consciousness, 
circling the earth ways. I wonder if you're feeling that too, that sense of interconnectedness with people all over the world. Perhaps a sense, an experience of conscious connection that's possible with people online. Perhaps you've moved your work online or have been connecting with people through Zoom or through FaceTime or through all these amazing um, ways that we, we call the internet, I call it a portal of consciousness. So I wonder how you're feeling. I've so enjoyed connecting with you. I've so enjoyed sharing this with you today. If you want to hear more about my psychospiritual work or psychospiritual parenting, aware parenting, any of this work, it's all on my website, which is marianrose.net. But most of all, I send you love, love and compassion and an invitation to see if you feel called to more deeply connect with compassion for yourself and for others and for all of life.